Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Nah, 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 come on! On this episode of the Heat Check, it is a special deep dive into, I would say, the most surprising team in the East, in the NBA, in in a good way. There's been plenty of surprising clunkers. Uh, But holy shit, the Washington Wizards are relevant. We are going to do a breakdown in week two of the NBA seasons about the Washington Wizards. We're going to break down why they're playing so well, why Bradley Beal... And more importantly, really, why Bradley Beal will never, ever leave Washington, D.C. So do me a favor, Brock, and drop that motherfucking beat. Remember last year when it was clear that the Wizards didn't deserve success? I mean, they certainly weren't going to get success, but they didn't deserve success either because they were getting rid of their stars. They were making strange moves. They offloaded one overpaid star for another overpaid star. And then you had Brad Beal throwing chairs, which is very mild-mannered guy. Like for Brad Beal to be throwing chairs and losing his shit on the sidelines in front of nationally televised cameras right there. People right there. And he's like, I don't care. Bubble, no bubble, whatever. COVID, no COVID, whatever. Like, this is terrible. And then they ask him at that point, like, what's up, Brad? And he's like, "You listen, we can't even guard a parked car right now. They were the most COVID-affected team in the NBA, probably because of a close contact between Brad Beal and Jason Tatum, as we found out later. Like, NBA fans were starting hashtag. So, I mean, really me. Hashtag free Bradley Beal. There was a move. It was a movement started by me. Brad had no help. And Brad is fucking good. He was dropping 40. There was like a laughing stock meme where it was like every time Bradley Beal dropped 40, they lost. It was a bum-legged Washington Wizards Westbrook. And Scott Brooks, who everyone wanted fired, and basically no one else. I mean, even Davi Spertans went from being a sharpshooter to just a, like a guy that everybody wanted to trade. So at that point, Everyone, and I mean everyone, like first take and undisputed and blah, blah, blah. Everybody wanted to see Brad Beal traded. Brad Beal was adamant that he wanted to win in D.C. I mean, yeah, sure, Brad. Like, okay, wink, wink. Like, it, it kind of felt at that moment that Brad was just being the nice guy that was publicly saying one thing and, like, Dame, I want to be a staple in the community and blah, 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 but wouldn't admit the truth publicly, which is what we all know. You can't 
really win in D.C. Like at all. If Brad wants to win and wanted to win, the only way that he could win was to join a plethora of other stars in Boston or L.A. or Philly or even join up with Steph and Clay in Golden State, et cetera. That was the only way that Brad Beal could ever win because it, it was never happening here. I mean, it's early right now, but it turns out that that really wasn't true. What Brad actually needs are competent role players like mo- and some depth. Like the most complicated complex trade that sent out Russ after sending out John Wall turns out to have been the only way having an overpriced star and trading him turns out to be the only way to stock your kitchen like that. Like you turned an empty cupboard with like a couple of good items into a fucking pantry. A plethora of pieces. Now the depleted cupboards are full. The Wizards are 5 and 1 right now. And not like a fraudulent 5 and 1 like the Chicago Bulls, like a real 5 and 1. You know what I mean? They have gritty wins over Boston twice. Like they should have lost last year they would have lost to Boston. Like they won in overtime without Bradley Beal against Indianapolis. They have a signature blowout win over Atlanta. And at that point, and Atlanta went to the Eastern Conference last year, Eastern Conference Finals last year, and they did that without 40% of their lineup. I mean, excuse me, not only did they beat Atlanta, they beat the shit out of Atlanta without your starting point guard, without your starting center. I mean, it's pretty stunning, is it not? Like, this is the Washington Wizards beating, putting Trey Young in prison. Like a team that Brad Beal said couldn't guard a parked car stopped Trey Young. And like the guy that did it, I don't, we'll even, we'll get there in a second. But he was a discardable piece, Aaron Holiday. And that was when I thought, hmm, maybe I need to adjust my Eastern Conference rankings a little bit. So let's talk about that roster. Like I said, Aaron Holiday. Pacers already had a holiday. So you can't have two, I guess. So they got rid of Aaron. Aaron is putting guys in prison. People on the Wizards are saying Aaron Holiday is the best defender on this team. He was a discardable piece. He was discarded. Spencer Dinwiddie was just added in to the trade. Folded in, if you will. Like, uh... Like in a gumbo, all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's andouille in here as well. Like, didn't know. I had rice, I had beans, I had this, I had this meat, that meat. Oh my God, I also get andouille sausage. That was Spencer. Spencer Dinwiddie's low-key probably the best signing, underrated signing in the NBA in this offseason. And he was just thrown into the deal. They figured out a way to get the Lakers to make that deal. And a million other teams too, to make that deal work. Right? He is a bucket. He is a playmaker. He hit the final shot against the Pacers for the dagger. Like, he can put a team on his back if he needs to. He takes the pressure off of Bradley Beal, where Bradley Beal now can work on his defense, which no one says he can defend either. Like, he was a part of that. Like, I can't guard a park. Like, I can't park guard a park car. And 
Montrez Harrell, who was getting DNPs in Lakerland, is now averaging twenty, almost 20 points a game off the bench. Probably going to run away with sixth man of the year. Kyle Kuzma, the chucker, he is top 10 in rebounds right now. KCP, KCP is maybe an automatic lock in prop bets for over one and a half threes. I think he hits it every single time. He's hitting corner threes like no other and lockdown defender on the perimeter. Never mind the fact that Rui Hachimura, their starting four, has been completely MIA for this year. He's nowhere to be found. No one has seen him in the facility. He will be back at some point. So they don't even have their full squad yet. And Daniel Gafford is just now getting back healthy. So this is what Bradley Beal said after their second win over the Celtics. The first win was like, okay, it's an aberration. They blew him out. Celtics are a roller coaster ride. Second win in overtime, double overtime? Okay. This is what he said. Just imagine when everything starts clicking, when everybody's gelling, when everybody's healthy. It's going to be scary. Excuse me, are you not gelling right now? Is this not a gelled team? They put up 130 points against the Pacers, and they're not even clicking yet? People, who's not healthy? People aren't healthy? Brad's not healthy. Gaffer's not healthy. They are 5-1 and one in the seventh toughest schedule in the NBA. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Wizards could be scary good. The Wizards, to me, are the most surprising, delightfully surprising team in the East. Six games in the season. I know the sample size is small. But everything I need to know, I now know about Bradley Beal's future. Forget that we are now seeing Jason Tatum admit openly, yes, I am recruiting Bradley Beal to be a Celtic. I am. I am. I know you guys have been saying it and I've been denying it, but it's true. I am. I am recruiting him. We've talked about it. But let me just make this very, very clear. Like Bradley Beal, now I know Bradley Beal is never coming to Boston. In fact, these first six games show me Brad is never leaving D.C. to go and play with another star. Brad is and wants to be the star. He is the guy. Brad is not the second fiddle to some new John Wall, the latest installment of John Wall 2.0. Like, he's not the player that you pair next to the player that you build your franchise around. He is the player that you build your franchise around. He is that model, that prototypical guy on and off the court. Brad is Batman. Now, we a lot of times think that Batmans have to win the day or save the world without any help. Like, that's how we as a society think about Batman. But the truth is Batman had some help, didn't he? Batman had a Robin. Batman had an Alfred. He had some tech, tech and cars and shit. So what Brad needs is a Robin and, a, and an Alfred or two. Not because he needs it all the time, but when the going gets tough. And Batman's in some shit. You can call on Alfred for backup. That's now that we see the Kuzma and KCP and Trez and Aaron Holiday and Spence. That's what this squad, a little baby diet cola version of the Avengers. 
Like, that's what they are. No stars other than, well, maybe Spence would be considered a quote-unquote star. But no real stars. It's just Brad and the rest of the Wish version of the Avengers. And that's what he needs. How far can the Wizards go? I think, truthfully, in a quiet moment, they could be this year's version of the Atlanta Hawks. The team that nobody saw coming and goes to the Eastern Conference Finals. Will they? I don't know. But could they? For sure. The team that nobody but me. Right here. It's uh, Monday, November 1st. The Washington Wizards could go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right now, mark it. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check Podcast. We'll be back Wednesday morning early, squirrely. Do not miss it. Do not forget to give us a follow at, at Trista Crick and at this Heat Check on TikTok. Download, subscribe, and give us a rating on Spotify and Apple. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.